welcome to the Seeing Deep Podcast, where we see deep in a shallow world by exploring our surrounding culture through a biblical lens. This month, we are talking about joy. I think we could use some joy about right now. How about you? Joy reminds me of hope. It is one of the huge benefits that believers receive, that no matter what circumstances we are going through, we can have hope. We can have joy. God already knows the end, and He will use it for our good. And we can have joy because we don't have to have our joy tied to circumstances or people. Well, let's dive in today and find out what joy truly is and what it isn't. The scripture for today's episode is taken from Romans 15, verse 13. May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing, so that by the power of the Holy Spirit you may abound in hope. All joy. Did you see that word all? Not just some joy, and filled with joy to overflowing. Do you feel that kind of joy today, friends? I know sometimes I'm not there, and when someone else is, let's just say the grumpies can come on out. But that is what we call walking in the flesh. Walking in the Spirit produces joy, complete joy and peace. But how? In believing, that verse said, if we read it again, may the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing. You know, so we have to make a choice first to believe that God is the source of joy, and we have to put aside the false beliefs that say other things in this life are the source of joy. Faith comes first, and feelings follow. The definition of joy as defined by the dictionary is, first, joy is a noun, a feeling of great pleasure and happiness, or a thing that causes joy. And as a verb, it means rejoice. Romans 12, verse 12 says, Rejoice in hope, be patient in tribulation, be constant in prayer. Now, if you're one of those people who can't stand the positive people, (laughs) you might not like that verse there. But that verse isn't just for the positive people, it's for all of us. When we choose joy, we choose to rejoice and be patient and be constant in that joy, we're making a choice by faith. And remember, feelings follow faith. Faith has to come first. Philippians 4.4 repeats this, rejoice in the Lord. When? Always. Again, I will say rejoice. Some say there's a difference between joy and happiness. Now, let's explore that for a minute, because I could certainly see where, depending on context, there could be some truth to this. Joy is an inner feeling, and happiness is an outward expression. Some make the case that happiness is more superficial than joy. Joy lasts longer, and happiness is temporary. But I believe sometimes God gives us happiness as we choose joy. And so happiness doesn't necessarily need to be so superficial, I don't think. But I do think that they make a good point here as we look at culture and how people often describe happiness as something that is achieved on our own. But whatever the definition is, according to the world, there's a biblical definition that helps us to understand joy more. I love this comparison from Compassion International, who I represent as a speaker. The difference between joy and happiness lives in the mind and heart. 
Joy is a little word. Happiness is a big word. Joy is in the heart. Happiness is on the face. Joy is of the soul. Happiness is of the moment. Joy transcends. Happiness reacts. Joy embraces peace and contentment, waiting to be discovered. Joy runs deep and overflows, while happiness hugs hello. Joy is a practice and a behavior. It is deliberate and intentional. Happiness comes and goes blithely along its way. Joy is profound and scriptural. Don't worry, rejoice. Happiness is a balm. Don't worry, be happy. Joy is an inner feeling. Happiness is an outward expression. Joy endures hardship and trials and connects with meaning and purpose. A person pursues happiness but chooses joy. Choose joy. Practice joy. Hey, it takes practice. Know joy. Live joy. And then you feel happiness. I love that definition there from Compassion International. Happiness depends on external factors. Happiness happens to us, even though we may seek it, desire it, pursue it. Feeling happiness is not a choice we make. Joy, on the other hand, is a choice purposefully made. So what does the Bible have to say about joy? Number one, joy is a gift to us. The Holy Spirit gives us joy as part of the fruit of abiding in Christ. In Galatians 5, and 23, it says, But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Against such things there is no law. Boy, isn't that good news? That's not against the law. <laughs> to be full of love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. You know, sometimes people will try to take these fruit of the Holy Spirit and call them fruits, plural, where we can pick a few and make excuses for the fruit that we are not exhibiting, but we really don't have that choice. When we receive the Holy Spirit, we get all of the fruit of the Holy Spirit, and that includes joy. Now, maybe you're listening today and you say, I don't feel joy. Well, remember that joy isn't necessarily a feeling. It is a choice first. But if it's received as a fruit of the Holy Spirit, then it happens when we walk in the Spirit. When we don't walk in the flesh, walking in the flesh is where we get the grumpies. But when we receive the Holy Spirit, we get all of the fruit of the Holy Spirit, and that includes joy. Number two, joy is a promise. Let's look at 2 Peter 1, verses 3 and 4. His divine power has given us everything we need for life and godliness through the knowledge of Him who called us by His own glory and excellence. Through these, He has given us His precious and magnificent promises so that through them you may become partakers of the divine nature. Now that you have escaped the corruption in the world caused by evil desires. So we have received everything we need for life and godliness. And doesn't necessarily mean everything we need to be happy in this life, right? Because if we're basing our happiness on having everything we want, that's not joy. And God is not as concerned with our happiness as he is our holiness. But living a godly life produces joy. And so when we know that we have these promises of God and they are certain, 
and we know that he's given us everything we need, then let's pursue godliness. Let's pursue knowing Christ more, and then we will have joy. Number three, joy is not dependent upon circumstances. Now, this is a hard one, okay, because I have been there. I'm sure many of you have too, where you hit rock bottom, and you ask yourself, why? Why did this happen? Because we get disillusioned because we become accustomed and maybe perhaps a little entitled to thinking we deserve a certain amount of joy, but I think we're confused on the definition, as I shared earlier, how there can be some confusion between joy and happiness. If we look at Psalm 30, verse 11, it says, You turned my wailing into dancing. You removed my sackcloth and clothed me with joy. And so we can have the times where we are wailing, where we are crying out, where we say, I don't understand. But joy can be found even there. You know, I think we instinctively know what joy is. We've been talking about definitions of it, different definitions. And notice, I'm not necessarily trying to tell you what it is. I want you to get your definition of joy from God's word. The world might have some ideas. We just have a hard time expressing what joy is because we're looking for joy outside of ourselves. And it is inside of us in the Holy Spirit. And sometimes joy is found in some funny and not so funny, but hard places. We'll talk about that next week. This week, think about joy. And when you feel joy, praise God for it. And when you don't feel joy, praise God in that moment. Ask God where the joy thief might be. Walk in joy, friends. Walk in the Holy Spirit. Joy is within you. You've been listening to the Seeing Deep podcast where we dive into the Word of God for the answers to life's problems.